What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. You know, I actually got the timing wrong on that introduction. I will fix that. Uh, for those of you who listen to it every day, you kind of see how I got that wrong. I was trying to try something different. Hey, but you know what they say, there's nothing wrong with trying something new. It's hump day, everybody. I hope you, everyone. Uh, has had a great week so far. I mean, the weather has been uh, semi-decent out here in Chicago. Uh, had a little rainstorm. But other than that, it's been 90 and hot and humid. And I say somewhat decent because that's what I was used to having when I was out in Taiwan. But it's Wednesday. Um, and you know me. It's always positive Mondays, always positive every day. But I kind of want to talk about something that I've been observing, um, some conversations I've been having in some of my friendship groups, uh, and some things that have come up in some interviews I've had, right? So I've actually been been getting interviewed and been on other people's podcasts, which is, it's always fun. It's always fun sitting on the other side of the microphone. But it's all also um, a little bit weird at the same time, because, you know, I kind of, as I'm being interviewed on a podcast and I have my podcast equipment, you know, equipment set up, uh, I I, I kind of revert back to my own personal podcast mode. But enough about that. Uh, I, I kind of want you guys to think about something like what was cool, let's just say 10, 15 years ago, or if you're a little bit older than me or a little bit younger, what was cool for you, for you? for your group of friends, for your environment, in your environment, um, when you were in high school, when you were younger? Like, like, what was the cool thing to do? Like, what were some things that, you know, that, 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 that stood out? What were some things that you were working toward doing, working toward being, right? And I've said this before, when I was younger and when I was growing up, uh, one of the things that was not talked about and still to this day, which is why I created the podcast and why I work with several high schools in different locations, um, one thing that isn't talked about is travel, right? And specifically expats who live abroad. Like I was out this past weekend and I went to, you know, some family functions and I went to meet up people who I didn't know um, and just to meet new people. And, and and these were older people and younger people. And the moment I tell them, yeah, you know, I used to live in Taiwan. I just came back, uh, you know, for a short period of time. And they're always like, oh man, you were in the service? And I'm like, no. And it's funny because I say the service. For those of you guys who don't know what the service is, that means the military. It could be any branch. It's just like the service. Are you serving your country in any capacity? Because that is how Black people specifically, um, for a long period of time, were able to or have been thought of or considered being able to live in another country, right? Because you're in the military. Because other than that, why would you leave America? And I even had this conversation with an educator um, where we talked about an educational system. And I was like, hey, the American education system is designed to teach us to love and appreciate and everything's America, right? America, America, America. And that's, <laughs> and, that's, and that's pretty much it. So when you grow up and you're being taught that America is the best and everything you ever need is here, then there is absolutely no reason to ever leave America, right? Especially to live, even if it's only for a short period of time. And then you have things in college like, you know the Peace Corps and you have like these these volunteer opportunities abroad right and those volunteer opportunities abroad are just that volunteer meaning if you think about it 
that white saviorism, right? That's, oh, I'm going to another country to help them because their country is poor and America is great. Yay, that's why I love living here. Ooh, I could never live there, right? Really, truly think about, you know, education. And I'm t- this is higher ed education. And that may not be the message that they put out there, but there wasn't a lot of critical thinking or classes or things that were constructed for us to think deeply about what it means to volunteer in another country. What lens are we looking at that through? And this is actually another podcast I'm working on. I don't want to get too deep into that because I get deep in that every Thursday. Look out for the release of that. Uh, I'll be talking in depth about not necessarily white saviorism, but um, just content and context of things that are brought. But one of the things that I've just been noticing, um, you know, in regards to this is, you know, when I ended up moving abroad, it wasn't cool, right? It was confusing to my friends, to my family, to people that I've known. Only people that it wasn't confusing to were the people who had actually done it, which was one person, one black person, one black man. And that was the black man that convinced me to go and study abroad in Beijing because he said, you've been learning this language. Why not go to that place? And the funny thing was I had never even thought for one second to use my language skills to actually go there. That sounds crazy. I've been studying the language for four years. And in the language classes, we never really talked about, I mean, I took a history class, but we never really talked about life. Like, hey, what's it like to live in Taiwan? What's it like to live in China? We never talked about that. It was never a topic of conversation. So my mind immediately went to America. I wanted to work for the State Department, for the FBI, for the CIA, anyone, right? Because I'm like, I have this language skill. Man, the first thing that came to mind was how can I work in America? Not nowhere, not anywhere (laughs) was it, man, I should probably go there and see what it's like to live there, this language I'm learning. And it sounds crazy now, right? When I look back on my experience, because when he said that, I was like, now why on earth live where? I don't even know what it looks like. And again, technology, access to information, I couldn't get it. So I end up having to speak to a professor and she showed me pictures, blah, blah, blah. Like you guys already know that story. But yeah, like it wasn't cool. It wasn't a cool thing to do, right? Like, it wasn't what the cool kids were doing. It wasn't trending. Um, There wasn't photos on Facebook that were easily accessible for me to look. There were blogs, but not that many. And again, accessibility, could I get to them? It wasn't in the newspaper, local, like my college newspaper. It just wasn't talked about. And it wasn't information that was pushed to me because that's not what I was, quote unquote, supposed to be doing, right? It was really meant for the affluent, to be able to go and live in other countries and see other things and travel the world. Even the way movies were set up, right? Um, Hollywood, American cinema, right? Always glorifies Americanism. Like, look at the Fast and the Furious. Like, just really look at some movies. Like, look at Transformers. They always seemingly find a way to drop the American flag in there, right? And these are international blockbusters. You know what I mean? Like, even the Avengers, right? They talk about Sokovia and all that. But whenever something gets messed up, it's New York. (laughs) <laughs> so somehow it always finds its way back to America. So, I mean, there are just ways in which it's out there. But here's what I want to talk about. So um, it it was within my 11 years of being abroad, all of a sudden traveling. Uh, I'm specifically talking about the Black community um, and underprivileged communities, to be completely honest. Because, again, the affluent have access to these things. Um, but travel became cool. And then after travel became cool, And how do we know it became cool? You have influence, you have travel influencers, you have brands now using travel influencers. So with the, you know, when social media and Instagram and Facebook exploded, traveling became cool. It became the thing to do, the thing to see, right? People wanted to do that. And then after travel became cool, 
then living abroad became cool because people were traveling and they were like, oh, there's no black people out here. And then the black people that were living abroad, the few of us there were, were like, no, nah, we out here. But wait a second. Our story isn't being shared. People don't know that what we're out here doing. They don't know what, what we're out here living and seeing and feeling. We should we should kind of start talking about it, right? So as information became more accessible and people were doing different things and you could post about it and show it, it became cool. It became the cool thing to do. What I will say in Taiwan is that uh, the idea of going and living and traveling abroad was instilled in my students the first day I was there, right? Because they weren't just, we didn't say, even as teachers, Taiwanese and foreigners, we didn't just say, hey, you should learn English because. It was, you should learn English because this opens the up, this opens the world up to you. This opens the world up to you to live abroad. It opens the world up to you to make more money. So you should be learning English because it'll give you more opportunities. That is what, what was being taught abroad in the on the tiny island of Taiwan. Think about that. So when I went out there, again, I told you guys a story before of how when a when a it was a little boy and he was I was teaching him English, he was like, Man, well, why should I why should I learn English? And my first answer wasn't, so you can work for the Taiwanese government. So you can get a good job in Taiwan. It was no, because it opens you up to the world. And ironically, me learning Mandarin Chinese opened the world up to me. Right. Because the world isn't just America, as we all know, despite what Donald Trump wanted us to believe. Um, but, you know, but it's it, it was just so fascinating to look at it from that perspective. But, yeah. So as you know, it became cool, more information became available and then more people started to travel and live abroad. And then the lifestyle of being abroad came cool. Now, you really have to think about what that means, the lifestyle of living abroad. And it doesn't matter where you live abroad, where you come from, right? Because whenever someone asks you, oh, why don't you live back home? You always highlight the benefits of being in the country that you are. But really think about the benefits. And I'm not even going to list the benefits because I don't want to spoil it for you if you're just thinking about this and processing this on your own. What are the benefits, right? For me, I'll just speak for me, convenience, efficiency safety, right? Health. Before a lot of people, it isn't really that. Because when I came, I had to figure all that out. I mean, I'm not speaking about others and their experience, just for me. I had to figure that out. I didn't have the internet. I didn't have Facebook groups. I couldn't click, 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 find, find, find. I had to figure it out. So it, it became a home for me. But then think about it. People who are now or before were trying to go abroad and thinking of traveling abroad, what did they see? They saw what influencers highlighted. Oh, the parties, the ease, the money, right? And of course, that's the reason why a lot of people live, but that's not all there is to life, right? So when I say I want to be an expat that lives between two countries and I say I like my life in America, but I like my lifestyle in Taiwan, I know what that means, right? But I also enjoy both in both places because I built both in both places. One, because I was born in America. So yeah, I have friends and family here. The other, because I spent the majority of my adulthood in Taiwan. So I built and created that I grew up in Taiwan. But you know, when you really think about like, what, what was your why? I had a podcast before called, what is your why? Like the why, right? Some people were just there for the money. 
They were just there to have a good time. They were just there because they didn't want to be back in America because, oh, things were crazy there. I don't, I don't want to be, I want, I want to get away from that. I don't have to deal with politics every day. I don't want to have to deal with seeing people suffer every day, which is, a, which is fair. I don't think we should be escaping that. We should be trying to help and solve that. But that's not everybody's fight. That's not everybody's skill set. I understand. But this mass exodus of people leaving, and not just Taiwan. I specifically see it in Taiwan because that's what I'm closely connected to. But it's a lot of different places. Like people are leaving America and going back to their home countries because they're placing value in different places. And what the pandemic has done has forced us to look at what do I want for the rest of my life, no matter what age you are. Like, man, the pandemic, things got shut down. I couldn't be the crazy expat, right? Just just out here living adventurously, right? I wasn't highlighted, right? It, it was made very clear when the pandemic happened, no matter where you were in the world, that you were foreign. That was made abundantly clear by governments, by the place where you were. You were foreign. And my best example is I had a business and a bar in Taiwan servicing the local community, art gallery, no financial assistance. Same thing for you know expats living in America like people from other countries that live in America, no financial assistance, right? When it came came to sign up, sign, when it comes to sign up for vaccinations, all that, oh, residents first. If you're in the profession like teachers that needs it, yeah, we got you. But other than that, this these systems aren't created for you. So the luxury and the freedom that we had as or have as expats was quickly taken away. And you had to reevaluate like, oh, man, this, this kind of messed up. This isn't my home. Now, this isn't true for everyone because some expats who live in their countries, whether it's Taiwan or, or South America, they speak the language. They understand the culture. They can get by, right? I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the freelance expat. That's actually a, a term I'm going to coin now. Don't y'all still live for me, Pat and Penn in the Black Expat Podcast, but a freelance expat. They're for the experience. And then once the experience became something that, eh, that ain't for me, they gone. Right. And like the 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 reasons people are leaving isn't specifically because of that, but people and conversations are being had and it really challenges your commitment to your cause and it makes you reflect on what is my cause in living abroad like. That's an important thing to think about. That's an important thing to reflect on. So, you know, today, um, again, this applies to, again, I speak about things from the expat perspective, but you really have to think about, like, what is your cause and what you are doing? And it doesn't matter what you're doing. Are you finding happiness in it? Or are you forcing happiness? Are you forcing acceptance, right? Are you afraid of something so you're running from it? People always ask, like, are you afraid to go back home to America? I said, no. I know I would have to adjust culturally because I grew up culturally as an adult abroad. And the lifestyle there is different. But I'm not afraid of not being able to make friends. I'm not afraid of being around my family. I'm not afraid of having to find love in my home country. Right? I'm not, I'm open to change. I embrace change because that's the biggest part about being a long-term expat. Some people like new. There's a difference between new and change. That's actually the title of my next podcast on Friday. But there is a big difference between new and change. And I challenge you. 
to think about what that means for you. Are you afraid of change or are you afraid of the new, you know? So yeah, again, thank you guys for tuning in to another morning check-in and another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. I really enjoyed doing these and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Uh, Make sure you guys uh, send me more questions. I've gotten a bunch of great questions. Send me questions, send me emails. Check out the Black Expat Podcast Network where all my other podcasts are and become a patron to get access to exclusive content. But my name is Carl, the Black Expat. We out, chill.